This recording is from Fintech Nexus USA, formerly known as London Fintech USA, held at the Javits Center in New York City on May 25th to 26th, 2022. It's from the track SMB Fintech, New Solutions for Lending and Banking, sponsored by Fundbox and is titled, Using Data in New Ways for Better Loan Decisions. Speaking on this session is R. Pete Lord from Kodat, Adrian Kanju from Silicon Valley Bank, with Laurent Nizri from Paris Fintech Forum. First, uh, I'm happy to welcome uh, here today our two friends. So Pete, uh, CEO and founder of Codet. He will explain in a minute who is Codet. And uh, our friend Adrian from SVB. No, you are not the CEO and founder, but you, you do plenty of nice things in SVB. So um, uh, first of all, um, we have plenty of questions, but the more important questions are used. So feel free uh, to scan the QR code and to ask your question uh, in the app. I will try to, to take them if, I, if we have time and if you don't want to go to lunch. Uh, and secondly, uh, I will begin by asking who you are. So can you introduce yourself? Oh, yes. I'm Pete. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Kodat, and we are a universal API for business data. So we help our clients who are software providers and financial institutions to build integrated products for their small business customers. Where are you based on traction? I mean, what kind of size of, size of the company and where are you based? So headquarters is London, but we're now in the US uh, and uh, Australia too. And we're uh, 250 people, 200, a similar number of, of clients uh, and growing quickly. So you see Paris, London, Europe in Zinzi place. So, Adrian? Uh, yes, Adrian Conju. I'm head of credit products management for Silicon Valley Bank. And uh, SVB is uh, the bank of the innovation economy. So we've been um, funding startups and backing investors since uh, the early 80s. And uh, our mission is to increase our clients' probability of success. Thank you. Plenty of questions coming. Uh, and I'm Laurent, the founder and CEO of the Paris FinTech Forum. Everything is on LinkedIn. I let you check. Um, so, um, Peter, um, you created Codet. You just explained what it is. But my main question related to the title of this panel is, what are you bringing on the table which is so new and so different to help uh, uh, banks do better loan decisions? Yeah, so the way we help banks is they use our API to uh, connect to the software applications used by their small business customers and their prospective small business customers. So more specifically, that's their uh, bookkeeping or accounting software systems like uh, QuickBooks, Xero, Sage. Uh, it's their uh, commerce packages, so their points of sales, something like Square, um, the, you know, an e-commerce platform like Shopify, a payments uh, product like, like PayPal. And then uh, we, through that single point of interface, we standardize all that data. And essentially, we become the data infrastructure layer for banks to have uh, very detailed, real-time uh, data on their small business customers to enable them to make better decisions and build better products overall. The main reaction I had when we prepared that was, okay, everybody said it's a plate of small business. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. We get that a lot. Yeah. But, but my other question was more... Is it really new? I mean, sorry to, to say that, but I mean, uh, on my role, I receive like 1,000 applications of fintech every year for like 10 years. And I've seen this pitch many times. What's different? Why do you have this traction today? What? It seems that you are so successful. Do you think it's timing? Uh, it's because it's now that really the market is ready to use those data. Perhaps they were not ready before or what? Do you, what's your opinion? 
Yes, there are certainly similar companies. You mentioned Plaid. They're doing something similar, connecting to the bank accounts of consumers and small businesses. Um, but we're uh, unique in that we're very focused on uh, SMB in particular, and we go very deep into our, uh, you know, the chosen systems that we that we connect to. Um, and yes, there is an element of kind of the the market readiness. So uh, businesses are. You know, following in the footsteps of consumers and are now uh, not only ready to consent and share their data to access better products and better rates, but they're, they're wanting to. And they're pushing the, um, the organizations that they, that they bank with or that they uh, use in terms of uh, other software products to run their business to connect their systems. If you look at, you know, we, we call integrations a, a top nav feature. Uh, if you go to any kind of um, software application for SMBs, it's it's going to be up there in terms of features. Uh, you know, maybe it's it's down on the footer, but it's certainly on the homepage in terms of uh, the connectivity uh, that they provide. And I mean, so you are reading all those uh, um, accounting system, but is it only a reading solution, like to access data, or you can manipulate the data? Yep, so it's, it's both read and write, um, which is really important to create those truly integrated and seamless experiences for SMBs. So a couple of uh, examples. I guess read is a bit more, more obvious, especially probably for, for people in the room. Uh, it allows our clients to, to have essentially the same view and understanding uh, of a small business that that small business owner has, has themselves. Uh, oftentimes, it's actually enhanced because if a small business has connected uh, multiple different types of uh, applications, say they've connected their bank account uh, with um, SVP and their um, you know, accounting software with, with QuickBooks and they've, they've connected their Shopify as well, then we can actually start to do things like triangulate uh, the, the data. We call it cross-referencing and build up a, a more holistic overall view of that SMB that some of our clients then show back to the SMB because it's you know there's that much added value. So uh, on the on the read side, it's very detailed. On the on the right side, it's all about um, really saving time for small businesses. Um, and so you know, lots of examples. Um, probably the, the, uh, a good one is for corporate cards. So uh, we have lots of um, clients in the in the in the card space where if I uh, take you out for for a drink, he went to seven. Uh, drinks parties last night, so perhaps <laughs> well, it was free. <laughs> but, That's why. <laughs> but if you have any time, and I put that on on my uh, you know my Kodak business card, um, and I take a photo of the receipt, uh, then through our you know an integration to accounting software, that data just automatically flows through and can be uh, accounted for automatically. And it's that type of kind of seamless interaction that we have come to expect as consumers that we provide uh, in the SMB space. But so in that case, you need to have an agreement with the bank for the read part, I mean, to do the uh, loan agreement, but also with the accounting company of the SMB, I mean, if you want to write in their system. Yep. So um, it's both sides. It, it's both sides and two ways. And, and there's a lot of crossover between uh, the, the systems that we connect to and, and our client base uh, as well. Um, because it's, it's advantageous for an accounting platform, for example, to have a really rich ecosystem of, of other apps. That, um, that their product connects to, because at the end of the day, it's uh, you know, it, it's better for their customers. And just last one before I go to Adrian on that, but where do you earn money? What's your business model? 
Yeah, so our, our mission is to make life easier for small businesses. So that's our, our focus. But our, our clients are their service providers. So it, it's, the, it's the bank. It's the corporate card um, service that I, that I describe. Uh, and we charge uh, them, you know, uh, predominantly a, a, a fee for the number of small businesses that are connected in any given month. So we're aligned uh, with their, uh, their growth, so very aligned incentives um, to make sure that we um, you know, have something for everyone, both small startups and you know, uh, you know, very large organizations. So if I understand well, Adrian, you are the one paying the drinks. So uh, uh, what, what exactly does this kind of company, not only Kodak, but does that you cannot do by yourself? Because we are just speaking of integration and, and, and data management right. here. Banks know, knows what is data. So why do you know this guy? Uh, why do we need this guy? Oh, so not those guys, not only Kodak, oh, just but generally, in general, yeah. why do you need this kind of integration, which doesn't seem so complex when you see like that. I'm sure it is. But. Yeah, so I think, I think there's, there's a number of reasons. I think Pete touched on, touched on some of those uh, already. The client demand for you know, faster service and less friction in you know, maintaining their, their loan accounts with SVB is one reason why we're looking at the, uh, and we are a client of Kodats for the accounting data connection. Um, so every you know, every month if you're if you're an SVB client that has a credit product with us we require financials to, to monitor so that's an obvious friction point and uh, and also from a uh, friction point for a client and also from a bank perspective um, you know results in us relying on historic financial data where an API connection can give us much much richer more real-time uh, insight into the client's credit profile and so uh, I read that you are currently integrated Codet. I mean is it done or uh, we're, we're in the process of launching it at scale. We're in a restricted pilot at the moment, but we're not too far from, from um, making it much more widely available for our clients. I love when Bank speaks. It's not too far. It's a, <laughs> meaning what? It's, it's difficult? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, there's, a, there's internal challenges that we're, we're you know, we're always, polite. We're always <laughs> uncovering, but no, it's, it's, it's really not far away. It's, it's, it's a, you know, months, probably another one or two months we would be, uh, would be launching. The, launching it's not, it's not a POC, it's a real... No, it's a real, we're committed. We've done a proof of concept and this is one of the things that, um, you know, it's just in terms of, you know, how we decided to uh, work with Codart, we did a pretty thorough evaluation process and, and did a proof of concept. And so now we're in the full, full mode of, uh, of rolling that out. And are you directly deploying all the concepts proposed by your friend or only a piece of it, only on some specific subject? We're starting with the accounting data as our, our first uh, prioritized data source. However, uh, you know, the e-commerce data is, uh, is interesting to us. We're looking at, uh, at other ways that we can you know, gather more information about our clients to not have to ask them to provide us you know, reports and PDFs and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, so those, those sorts of data, uh, data sets are very valuable for us and interesting, um, but we are prioritizing the accounting data use case first. Um, sorry to ask, but when I, I listen to the, the speed of past perhaps you have be, behind your mind, do you have any advice to give to the fintech in this room or the bank in this room who try to do similar agreement because it seems not so easy when I listen to time and so on? Yeah, I think from a, um, a bank or a 
service service uh, consumer of these solutions, I think there's a few things that I would I would advise. So the first is just being really clear on what your use case is that you're trying to to fix uh, or trying to improve. So from you know a client experience perspective, having a really laser focused on you know that MVP that you're trying to you're trying to go live with, I think that's number one. Um, and then number two would be um, you know the evaluation pilot that we did run was a was a great way of getting under the hood, so to speak, in terms of understanding how uh, the, the application worked. Uh, as a bank, a large financial institution, we have security standards and, uh, and having a, an open architecture as well was also, um, you know, of, uh, of one of the, I guess, criteria that we, we gated for, for in terms of looking at potential partners. Um, and then the, the other point was with the evaluation partner uh, of PROC that we ran, it also was a way of us validating that our clients actually do want to share their accounting data and go through this process. So, so I would say an evaluation POC is always a great, a great way of doing that. Um, and then the final thing with that is also just, you know, how do we work with the team? What is the team like to work with? And, you know, Kodat as a, as a partner has been, uh, been a great, a great um, partner for us. And uh, we've been able to, you know, our product teams have been able to work together and uh, collaborate on things like auto spreading and, and other, other use cases for the data, which, um, which will hopefully deliver a lot of efficiency for us internally and, and just make the, uh, the whole lending process more smooth. Do you want to add something on this uh, part on advice how to do such partnership? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd reiterate the you know proof of concept. You've got to, you, as a fintech, you've got to back your product uh, and you know, be be very willing to um, you know to, uh, to to have it to have it tested uh, in the wild by your potential customers. I think when working with banks in particular, there's. Um, there's a few different ways in which, you know, for us, our, our product can be used. So one is actually using the data to uh, assess risk in in a in a different way, in a in a you know a, a, a um, quite quite revolutionary way, and that's that's challenging for a bank because obviously there's and uh, you know there's correctly processes in place, and that's very you know that might take quarters or even years to be able to to influence. Um, then there's the operational efficiencies that Adrian mentioned. Um, so take going from a, a digital process, a paper-based process or a very manual process to a digital kind of automated one. So that's much uh, much easier to get started with. Uh, and that, you know, that's more months and quarters. And then there's the kind of adding something new. Um, so we, we talked about uh, adding a kind of a, a dashboarding solution or benchmarking for, for SMBs. And, and, and that could be... Um, much faster to get started and so my advice would be uh, although the kind of the real value might be in kind of transforming the way that um, risk and decisions are made if you're a fintech perhaps start with something that's a little bit less friction in terms of change and then you know expand and the advantage for the bank of doing that uh, is that you've then got a you're building up data uh, that you can uh, use to assess uh, kind of whether or not um, you can and should uh, change how you underwrite down further down the line. So we are in 2022, but the main difficulties you are underlying are not tech. They are more cultural. You were mentioning the difficulty for perhaps people to change the way they think, the way they do the process of decision. It's not really a tech difficulty. It's really cultural change. Did you, add, did you add specific um, uh, uh, workshops or way of uh, uh, onboarding all the users of this solution and just for it not to stay on the shelf somewhere? Yeah, I was going to say the, uh, the product sells itself, but no, it's, um, we, we did have you know, workshops with, 
our credit underwriting team, credit solutions team, um, you know, to, to walk through what are they going to get, how does that function, and and really it does uh, you know solve a pain point for them. So um, you know that change management side is uh, isn't isn't terribly difficult to convey what the value is when you're saying you know you don't need to chase clients for financials, you don't need to receive them as PDF, you don't need to you know manually spread them into the system, and you know so I think that is where you know that that use case is pretty pretty straightforward. Uh, I have two questions related to just what you mentioned. Uh, you said before, Adrian, that during the POC you have seen uh, the acceptance rate of the companies to share uh, their accounting data, but what if uh, some resist to syncing their account? I mean, do you propose alternative way or uh, do you require this even for small dollar loans? I'm reading the question. Yeah, so we're not, we're not forcing clients down this path. Um, for um, we we are we are um, you know highly encouraging clients to do it because it is a much smoother and uh, you know better experience for clients. Um, but the SVB has a long history of being a very tailored and accommodative lender. So um, you know having having a you know very forceful approach, I don't think sort of gels with our, our value proposition. But is there like an incentive to say if you go that way, it will be much quicker or something? Do you say that to the customers that if you share your accounting details, we can answer you far quicker? Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the incentive I think for for our uh, smaller dollar value lending uh, product is that you know it will be built natively into the application process, and so you know it is a much quicker process if they are able to share share um, you know their accounting data. Yeah. I was going to add that we we do see uh, lenders now requiring connectivity in order to use their product. So there isn't an, an alternative. Uh, and, and then it becomes incredibly important to have the sort of coverage that you get. Now back to your question, why use someone like Kodak rather than building yourself in-house? Well, if you build in-house, that's great. But you might you know, build one, two, three integrations over the course of a year, perhaps. Whereas you know, uh, a provider like, like us, you can have that, that coverage of the market um, much faster. So, um, and maintaining must be tricky also. Um, yeah. yeah maintenance is, uh, is kind of an ongoing cost. But you know, equally, I think, interesting is actually a data point as to kind of uh, the, the data point of companies who, d who don't want to connect their data. Some of our clients find that uh, is actually quite a, a meaningful flag. Like, what, why is that? Because it is so much uh, faster and, and more beneficial. Is, is there so it's, a, it's a red flag. It's a red flag. It, it could right. potentially be, yeah. And, and there may in fact be, you know, segments if, if we do, you know, certain very, you know, lower value lending where we are requiring much closer monitoring where we, we may make it, you know, a mandatory uh, component. But for the, for the broader use case across credit, um, you know, we, we're trying to be as part of, you know, Silicon Valley Bank's ethos of being, you know, very accommodative type lender. I have a question here, another one, saying how reliable is accounting data to underwrite loans? Uh, I think the question is entries may be outdated or inaccurate. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you follow that, but... Yeah, so there, there will always be some businesses who you know, don't keep their accounts up to date. I think that increasingly that is uh, much less likely. And there's there's you know, a couple of examples I point to. So uh, we're found in the UK. In the UK, we, we have, you know, there's an initiative called Making Tax Digital that essentially requires businesses to keep their accounts uh, up to date. Um, but also a lot of our clients, I mentioned kind of corporate card solutions. We have point of sale um, uh, terminals. We have um, you know, vertical SaaS solutions where they're using Kodat to pump data into accounting software in real time. 
Um, so uh, increasingly, data in accounting software is not manually entered after the fact. It's actually, uh, you know, it is generated uh, automatically in, in real time, and so uh, you know, very much kept, kept up to date. The, the other thing that we, we do to help give our clients confidence in the data is kind of what I mentioned earlier in terms of cross-referencing. So um, if, if you can take the transactions in the accounting software, which are very uh, rich and contextual, but actually um, you know, could you know, potentially be, be out of date or you know, a, a user entered, and you can match that up with the transactions in, a, uh, in their bank accounts that um, I think we heard earlier the descriptions trying to get something you know, meaning from that can be really tricky, but you know that they took place, you know, they're, they're immutable, and you bring those together, then you know, that's, that's a really um, kind of the best of both worlds because you have that uh, rich information that you can trust. Hearing you this morning, we see that there are plenty of uh, use cases we could imagine with all this kind of data from accounting and banking once you have everything together, plus e-commerce one. Um, today, you are an infrastructure company, but when you see all that you can do, do you think sometimes that perhaps it's only the first step and you will propose perhaps directly to end users some solution like you were mentioning dashboard or you were mentioning perhaps other kind of services that you could sell directly to the SMBs. Is this one of your future, or you just want to stay the rails? Yeah, we, we want to stay as the infrastructure, uh, is, is the short answer. Um, and we would much rather work closely with partners who are going, you know, doing something uh, a bit more direct to, to SMB, or um, you know, in, the, in the banking world, you know, we partner people like Temenos and Encino and Moody's and so forth, uh, as, as they're you know, doing more with the data. Um, yeah, we want to we wanna be the, the data infrastructure layer. Same kind of question for you, Adrian, but what other kind of fintech services are you using? Because we see plenty of things around this data to manage the loan. So other fintech or other services? Yeah, so, um, so there's a lot of transformation happening across SVB at the moment. Um, so beyond the investment that we're making in Encino as our core uh, credit onboarding um, infrastructure, SVB also partners with uh, solutions like Plaid, and uh, recently we announced an, uh, an investment and partnership with uh, Infinicept as well from the payments side. Um, and there are a bunch of other um, you know pilots and, and proof of concepts that we're doing with uh, with different uh, different fintech uh, vendors by by virtue of just being the the bank of of um, yeah, the innovation economy, we we have a lot of clients that have um, have great solutions that often approach us, uh, you know, wanting to look at whether we could work together. Um, for the entrepreneur who are in the room, do you have any wish list like a service you dry, we dream to have and you don't have? Yeah, I think. Um, a wish list would be, uh, you know, Pete mentioned the the bank account data and the accounting data, marrying that together. Um, I'd love to see, you know, 360 to view, view of cl of uh, a client's online uh, footprint that they could pull together using all of the uh, operating systems that are now mostly cloud-based and often have data available via API. Um, I think it would be amazing if clients could uh, could really own that data and that perspective, but then also share it with service providers like banks. We'll add it to the roadmap. <laughs> she is, yeah, she's yelling at me, he's yelling at me, so we need to finish. I had 20 more questions, sorry for that. So, <laughs> so for the rest, you need to go and lunch with us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.